The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid because faith releases God's ability. And it's His ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. When you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you've got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to heaven. I believe God. Put your faith in God from now on. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not the doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Real faith is does not get embarrassed. Come on, help me now. Put it down. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Number one. Number two. Real faith is not timid. I said real faith is not timid. Now you need faith because faith releases God's ability. And it's his ability that does the miracle. Faith releases it. What is faith? Confidence in God. I believe God. Got what I'm saying? So when you, the enemy has been assaulting the church, trying to keep the church from the miracles. And one of the reasons he wants to keep you and I from the miracles is because evidence is essential for the gospel to go forth as God had planned it, that there can be more accomplished in one year with proof than there will be in a hundred years without it. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching better than you saying amen. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. Say amen to that. And so the enemy has tried to come in and get the church to preach on medicine instead of healing. God not only can heal your body, but he can make it so that whatever was secreting the chemical that would cause that malady in your body or the weakness in your flesh, he can go down to the DNA level. Boy, come on, we believe God up in here. He can-
to a level and fix whatever is broke. He can take a person who's been blown out of their mind with cocaine for 21 years and in one moment, in one moment, give them the mind of Christ. One moment. Do you believe God? Now, don't be coming down on me. I'm going to just share with you the Bible, and I'm going to share with you the truth. I'm not going to look at your face because I'm going to stand on the truth. And God's going to promote me for it. That's the key. That's the key. You don't promote me. God promotes me because my faith is in God. And that's where the Christians have backed off. Politically correct and all of this stuff, backing up, backing up, backing up. Now no miracles, no proof. Now no supernatural, now no strength. And pretty soon we're knocking on doors begging for a donation. Or trying to play bingo games to get the, 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 the deficit out of the way. Folks, we need to come back. Can you ever see Jesus going from door to door trying to get a donation? So he can keep the disciples with something to eat. Oh, I'm doing a good work. Can't you give to us and so forth? What? He invited all them to come to dinner. He said, Get, you come on, follow me. I'm about to feed every one of you as much as you can eat. That's where you're going. But if you've got low self-esteem, if you've got a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to happen. Now don't make me preach up in hell. I believe God. Folks, when you start operating in righteousness, you're going to find the miracles going to take place. Now, listen, I have nothing against people. Understand, I love people. You've got to love people. I don't care who they are, what kind of lifestyle. I don't care if they're drug dealers. You've still got to love people. But I'm saying that there's a power that God has to put through the church. And one of the things that it's after, the enemy is after, he's got to get after you to try to do something to block that power. Now, I'm saying here, what I've just read is the fact that in our lives, one of the things is that we cannot get embarrassed. Faith does not get embarrassed. I'm going to say it one more time. Faith does not get embarrassed. Let me tell you the next thing about faith. Faith is not timid. If you are timid, you'll find that pretty soon the devil will shake you out of your faith. Well, I'm not timid. I'm just shy. No, you're not. You got fear inside of you and fear will contaminate your faith and make you timid. You got to be bold in it and say, wait a minute. Folks, it's such that the Christians don't want to just stop for a moment and just pay grace over their food with the people at work. That's part of the light that you've got. The light that you've got says, 
Pardon me, I'm just about to bless my food. Thank you. Would you like me to bless yours? I can bless yours too. They knew who I was. Wasn't no doubt whether Bill Winston was a saint or not, Christian. And I wasn't trying to wear it on, beat nobody down, but what I was trying to do is let my light so shine. Because when they had a problem, every time they'd come to me, say, could you pray for me? I said, yes, sir, sure can. Not only pray for you, invite you to church. Because I believe God wants to save your soul. Say amen to that. Boy, they got a prayer answered in their life and they'll find that church. They'll beat that church down trying to get to the door. Sure, because the answers are in there. I said, God has put the answer inside of you. The last thing, self, uh, uh, real faith is not self-conscious of other people. All right? Now, let me talk about this for just a minute. See, when I talk like this, immediately the devil comes in on me. I'm just telling you what happened. He said, now, you shouldn't have said that. Well, I used to start crying, but now I don't anymore. Now I know that's what I should have said, because if I shouldn't have said it, he would have told me I should have said it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's look at this. Wait a minute, wait a minute now. Stay, stay with me. Have faith in God. That's the theme here. Let's go to 2 Samuel and 2 Samuel chapter 6. <laughs> 2 Samuel chapter 6. Folks, you preach this kind of stuff over in Africa, they will come loose. They're so glad to hear the truth, they don't know what to do. But sometimes you preach it over in the United States, well, I don't know. Why? Because you got too much. You, you need to take a journey down by Barely Get Along Street, down there by Grumble Alley. You lose some of that that you got and you'll be glad to hear the truth. You got too much, you're too comfortable. You got so comfortable that you don't even want to hear anything about what the Bible says about the right lifestyles. If you don't want to hear that, let me tell you, you are dangerous. You're just getting like Samson. You're about to get on the wrong side. And you get on the wrong side, you're going to be judged with them. I tell you, one of the things that's missing in church is the fear of the Lord. Uh, see, when I, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, the, the preacher wasn't scared to say that, that, all right, you do this, you're going to go to hell. He'd say it right out there, you're going to hell. They don't say that anymore. But do you know there are some people going to hell? This guy wrote a book. I, said, I listened to him on, on uh, Sid Roth or whoever. He said, you know, you know, one of the things I was surprised when God took me to that journey to heaven, that a lot of preachers weren't there. <laughs> he said, that surprised me. I'm telling you, folks, he's the last day. Now, I know some of y'all, I ain't coming back in anymore. Okay. All right, look what it says here in 2 Samuel chapter 6. Come on, I'm not up here to please me. I got to preach the truth. I got to give you the truth. I love you, so that's why I'm going to give it to you. If I didn't love you, then I'll give you some sweet snacks so I can fleece you. So I can keep you happy with me so you'll give me your money. 
but I'm not doing that. I'm going to preach you the Word of God, the truth of God's Word, just like it is. All right, look at 2 Samuel chapter 6. Look at verse 14. And David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was girded with a linen ephod. Now, what did David do? David was a man after God's own what? Heart. So now here's David out there with just something around his loins dancing out there before the Lord. Verse 20. Then David returned to bless the household, his household, and Michelle, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, now how glorious was the king of Israel today? Watch, my, watch the tone of my voice now. Who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens of the, his servants as one of the vile fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. You see my you see what I'm saying? Now, what is she doing? She, she, David is a man of faith. And he is a king that loved the Lord. So he was unashamed of his faith. I went, we went over to Rwanda, I think it was, and here we were. And they invited me down because they wanted me to bring a message for tonight because the, the president didn't come out in public that much except with his bodyguards and all that. So it causes a distraction sometimes. So he, he wanted us to come there. So it took me and the team. We went there. And that was the president. And they started playing the music. And the president just got loose. I mean, coke came off. <laughs> I said, well, all right, Doc. That's what I'm talking about. I kind of got loose myself. <laughs> Watch this. David was known to talk with the aristocrats or talk with the servant because he was a man after God's own heart. He wasn't ashamed of the gospel. Now here's Michelle. She comes down on him for coming off of what she called her his kingly place and dancing like a commoner. And look at verse 23. Therefore, Michelle, the daughter of Saul, had no children until the day of her death. He shut up that womb. Watch David over in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and we're done. Y'all get something out of this today. I have nothing against anybody, but I'm going to tell you something. We're going to stop backing up off the truth. We're this thing just like it is because God will fix anything. I said he'll fix anything. There's nothing too hard for him. Look what it says here in Samuel. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 17 is where David came to the front line. His daddy sent him up there with some crackers and cheese or something for his, for his kid. And so here he was. He came to the front line. But once he got to the front line, he was, saw them. They were all dug out and fearful because of this man, Goliath. And David says to him, he said, now what is a man going to get if he slays this giant? He said, well, you're going to get tax-free. Well, that was enough right there. He said, all right, stop right there. Praise God. I'll take it myself. Praise the Lord. 
So then he goes on down. He goes, finds his way up to Saul because his faith is promoting him. He finds his way up to Saul and Saul said, David, take this armor and put it on. David said, no, I haven't tested that stuff out. He said, David, now you're about to fight a man that's been trained in war from a youth. Check it out. Are you what I'm saying here? Trained in war from a youth. You're about to fight this man. David said, wait a minute now. Let me, let me, let me get you straight. You know, <laughs> you know. He said, now, I've killed a lion. And I did that with my bare hands. And then here come Yogi, a bear, and I killed him. Now, I can take this man too. Now, watch this. David did not have misplaced faith. That's faith that's got faith in somebody faith in your political position, faith in your degree from your college, faith and so forth, instead of having faith in God. Any other kind of faith, Satan will defeat it. He was in this earth 6,000 years before man, he was in this earth before man came and 6,000 years he'd been in here and he was anointed, chariot recovered. He got more tricks than you ever thought you did. Your degree will never whoop Satan. Your political position will never. I don't care how many Masons you know, you never give you, you never whip Satan. You'll never, you'll never defeat him. If he won't take you down, he'll take you down. My point to you, get your faith in the right place. Have faith, come on, in God. What did he do? He said, I'll have this guy. I'll take him. Now, this is the interesting thing about this. In this, David announced the outcome in the middle of the battle. I'm talking about the st- having miracles in your life. Start announcing the outcome in the middle, come on, of your battle. I said, start announcing the outcome. Now, don't think you got to do it because Jesus said, it's not me. Come on, help me now. It's the Father. He does the work, but his way is for me to announce the victory in the middle of the battle. And that's what I'm going to do. Say amen to that. Verse 43, and the Philistine said unto David, I am I a dog that you come to me with a stick? The Philistine cursed David by his gods. How many of you know what God blesses cannot be cursed? You don't even need to be concerned whether the devil can curse you or not. Stop being concerned about that. Believe that he can. Stop giving him some power. He cannot curse you. I got proof for it. I don't have time to go in here right now, but whatever God blesses is blessed. Say amen to that. And God said, I will bless them that what? Bless you and I will, come on, curse them that curse you. He can't touch you. Witchcraft can't touch it. Come on, sorcery can't touch it. Look what he said in verse 44. And the Philistines said to David, you come to me and I'm going to give your flesh to the fowl of the air and to the beast of the field. Watch this. And said, then said David to the Philistine, are you coming to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield? But I'm coming to you in one name, the name of the Lord of hosts. No misplaced faith here. 
the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Watch this. This day, not next Tuesday or Labor Day. This day will the Lord deliver you into my hand. Watch this. And I will what? Smite you. I'm going to take your head off of you. And I'll give your car- the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all of the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Now, I am not asking all these other armies back here to go with me because they're afraid, they're scared, they're dot in foxholes and dug out. But I'm going to do it because me and God are a majority. We are going to come against you and what I say, he will do. Now, you got to know this, and I want you to do something. Put your faith in God from now on. Your faith is in him. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your, your company is going to stay around, whether or not this, this doctor's his report was right, whether or not have faith in God. I'm talking about I don't care if the man's running out on you. You got some promises in here about God's peace in your life. I'm saying have faith in God. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. I'm saying with you, no matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you are blessed by that powerful teaching. Now, have faith in God. There are four things I want to remember out of this teaching. One is that real faith does not get embarrassed or is timid. Remember the woman who had the issue of blood? She came out of that house pressing her way through that crowd. Why? She wasn't embarrassed. Why? Because she was in real faith. Secondly, operating in righteousness enables you to perform miracles. See, when you step into that miracle realm, there's a boldness that's needed in that realm. And righteousness gives you that boldness. Thirdly, God desires for us to have no more misplaced faith. Now, it's all, already, you know, we, we have doctors, we have lawyers, we have all these people. But our faith is not in them. Our faith is only in God. And then the fourth thing, you can announce the victory before the battle ever starts. Praise God. Now, our announcer is going to bring you some more important information and I'll be right back. Real faith does not get embarrassed. Real faith is not timid because faith releases God's ability. And it's his ability that does the miracle. What is faith? Confidence in God. This gospel was never meant to be preached with all this revelation and no proof. When you start operating in righteousness, the miracles will take place. But if you've got low self-esteem, a low ceiling, if you're always intimidated, if you're living so close to the world that like Samson, all of a sudden you lose your strength because you think more of Delilah than you do of Jesus, I'm going to tell you, you are accident going somewhere to heaven. I believe God. 
your faith in God from now on. You don't have misplaced faith in whether or not your company is going to stay around, whether or not this doctor's report was right. Don't be concerned about what the newspaper said. Have faith in God. No matter what evil report may come into your life, just make up your mind. I'm going to have faith in God. Release your confidence in God and demonstrate His amazing power in you today with Pastor Bill Winston's four-disc series entitled, Have Faith in God. To order on CD or DVD by BankGuard at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. Do not allow your past to stop the miracle-working power of your future. You are the righteousness of Christ and in Him. There is no condemnation. Therefore, you can have faith in God. Order your copy today of this four-disc series, Have Faith in God. Hello, my name is Bill Winston. I am here to tell you about this exciting book. It's called The Vengeance of the Lord. Now, this is a topic that a lot of Christians never understood. It's not revenge. That's, that's a human concept. This is vengeance. God says over in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30, vengeance is mine and I will recompense, saith the Lord. What does it mean? It means justice. It means that God is the one that's going to justify you. When we were trying to buy our first shopping mall, the people didn't want us to have it. But the vengeance of the Lord stepped in. And the next thing you know, <laughs> we've got the ball. Not only that, they tried to keep us from having services, and we've got that too. My point to you is there are places that you can't go without the vengeance of the Lord. And just like anything else that a provision of God, you have to do it by faith. Well, how does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the Word. The vengeance of the Lord. Get this book, build your faith, and I'm telling you, it will make you unstoppable. I'm talking about in the education area, changing educational laws back to be under the, the, the order of the kingdom of God, an economic, a government, everything. This vengeance of the Lord will open the pathway. One man said this, because God's people have not known vengeance, many have been victims. Not you, praise God, because here's the book called The Vengeance of the Lord, get it today you'll be blessed. Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.